Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. Okay. Okay, yeah. We're good. Let's do it. Hello there, everyone. Hello, hello. How how are you? How is everybody doing? Welcome back. It has been gosh, it's it has been a long break and it has been so unbelievably necessary for me. Um I'll speak for myself. Um Lorelai got hella burnt out. <laughs> I was doing way too much. So now I'm back and I've had quite a bit of time to kind of rearrange life and things and all the stuff. And I feel, I'm feeling still, still burnt out, but better. You know what I mean? Like I'm doing, I'm doing a lot better and I'm ready to be here with you guys. And I'm ready to do the things and talk about more stuff and be here with you guys there have been whew, there have been so much don't mind me typing in the background because you know I forgot to pull up some stuff <laughs> but you know this this season has been particularly like punishing not in the sense where I'm like oh I feel like I'm dying it's more of like yo hey I don't care what you want you're gonna you're gonna sit your butt down and you're gonna stop doing all the things and I know that's that probably looks different for everybody, but for me, it's like it's you're stopping now. You're gonna stop the things, and you're gonna just relax and take some time for yourself. Because I think the thing that was really bugging me was that I was doing every all of this stuff, all of the the tarot reads, the regression work, the 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 videos, and the the classes and it's like everything for everybody else I was not giving any of that back to myself which is not the thing y'all it's not the thing so here I am taking the time for myself putting it back and um you know I'm excited to talk about a couple of things today um a, a couple of things that have really really have helped me sort of get my mind back in order um, because it's having this time to like finally introspect and look at what this inner landscape looks like it really is it's very it's it is a revelation in so many different ways and in the way that's very humbling but it also is like oh yeah okay yep like it seems pretty simple. Do the tarot card stuff, do the things for yourself. And I tell you guys that all the time. I just wasn't doing it for myself because I got real excited to do all the things for everybody else, but not for me. 
And I kind of lost that whole thing about like, you need to start doing that work on yourself. And that's where you can actually start giving back to others is by having that space to be able to share the energy, but it's not meant for everybody else. It's meant for you. And there's probably a lot of you that are like, "Uh, yeah, duh. Well, I'm learning too. I'm learning. I'm figuring it out as I go, just as you are. So, you know, here I am (laughs) in the process. And I hope that you're with me. I hope that you're right here with me. I hope that you're experiencing it and you're understanding this and be like, yeah. mm -hmm." And it kind of tracks with where we're at right now. We're entering into Aquarius. Actually, we're firmly in Aquarius right now, Aquarius season, which is really where we start to really look at the wisdom that we are that we've collected and we're able to share that wisdom to the masses in a really meaningful way. And that really ties into some of the stuff that I want to talk about today in this whole idea around, you know, we think of the dogma of religion and how that has really shaped our society and controlled it and how that has evolved into something else. Because there's always some sort of system of control, but everything is being pushed into the realm of opinion and how social media has played into that and how it's given a voice to everybody and given a, 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 a sort of like a megaphone to every single individual out there. And now it becomes really all about the opinions and how that has really changed society and how it can polarize us. I'll dial it back. Let's talk about the crystal of the week. (laughs) I'm still doing it, guys. So shout out to my friend Christy, who is an incredible empath and like worker, and she's also a fellow nurse. She gave me, um, there's nothing better than getting gifted a crystal. And uh, she gave me my first camerite, camerite. K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R-I-T. The E-R-E-R is really messing with my brain this morning. <laughs> so um, I'm getting some of the information about camera write. Camera write. Camera write. Lord in heaven. Ooh. <laughs> That's really messing with my brain. Okay. So the science and origin of of this crystal. Um, it's a chromium rich variety of clinoclor. God, the words are really tough today. And it's a member of the chlorite family. Um, it crystallizes in the form of masses and pyramid like micropoints and hexagonal crystals. The color range, which is really important and it's super attractive, is that it's a dark, usually dark, it's like a dark red to purple, but mostly purple and even violet. So this depends on the amount of chromium impurities within it. And the first, it was first discovered in 1841 by Nils Gustav Skjold. Woof, that's a super Norse name. Good heavens. Oh, I'm sorry, Finnish. It's Finnish. He's a Finnish mineralogist who chose to name it after August Alexander Kemmerer. Kemmerer was a famous chemist and at the time the mining director of St. Petersburg, Russia. Since then, it has been discovered only a handful of times in Russia, Norway, Sweden, Finland, and the United States, and recently, Turkey. 
Okay, so let's talk about the cool stuff, the meaning and the energy behind this really beautiful stone. So first of all, the chakras that are associated with the stone are crown, third eye, and throat. The meaning and energy is a very high-tiered stone that harnesses the key to unlocking your soul. It can assist in helping you rise out of your physical body. The violet rays of this stone assists in bridging the spiritual and physical worlds together. And this really is quite beautiful and what I want to talk about today. The violet rays of this stone assist in bridging the spiritual and physical world together. This can allow one to ascend a higher plane of consciousness. Within these timeless realms, an experienced practitioner can navigate their spirit to endless dimensions of full knowledge. This includes access to the Kashuk records, which in an ancient astral plane that holds the truth to life and the universe. We suggest meditating with the stone directly over your third eye or crown chakra. These upper activation points of the body, when awakened together, allow one the ability to see past their third dimensional realm. For those of you who practice remote viewing, lucid dreaming, and astral recall, there are very few stones stronger than camerarite. <laughs> I really hope I'm saying this right. Good night. This mineral's energies are most abundant in the dream realm, which require your consciousness to be vibrating at a very high level. Um, so the inner intuition. So placing the stone in the room you meditate in can have profound effects on your mind. The result interject your internal frequency, aiding in the attunement of your spirit into other realms. During these experiences, one may notice increased visual clarity and understanding of the symbolic imagery you are seeing. This is a direct representation of the effects camerarite has on your mind. Our inner intuition rises when working with the stone and transmutes significant ideology to things we will understand. This grounding effect will better your understanding of who you truly are, as well as your purpose here on earth. Camera right is, God, that's really massive, is extremely powerful in crystal grids and has the ability to raise your internal vibration. Try placing this mineral in the center of your grid surrounded by other high energetic stones. Some of our favorites are quartz, selenite, cavensite, blue topaz, dermorderite, phenocyte, covalite, and tanzanite. We highly recommend carrying a piece on you at all times so that you could raise the energy of your aura. One's passive ability to increase their presence here on earth will have profound effects on your growth as you move forward. Okay. So that is camera right. Um, and some of the other interesting facts about this is some of the planets that it aligns with are Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. So that would be Pisces, Aquarius, and Scorpio. So the different zodiac signs are Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Libra, and Scorpio. Elements are Storm. Um, it is relatively soft on the hardness scale from 0 to 10. It's like ranging around a 1. And the notable colors are purple, red, black, and violet. So I, I didn't mean to confuse you, guys, confuse you guys with the planets versus the zodiac signs. So those ruling planets, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, those are those zodiac signs that are associated are they're ruled by those planets. That's why I said that. And then it the the site net, uh, notes that the zodiac signs that it directly represents are Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Libra, and Scorpio. So anyway, that's pretty much it. That is the crystal. So let's talk about the quote. So this is an anonymous quote, but I really like this. It's really simple 
and I love it. So it's the first step to healing is recognizing that there's a wound. And that's really very, very simple, but it's profound. It speaks volumes to the fact that a lot of the times we, we develop our own um, environment around what we have gone through in our life. And a lot of the times we, we build our whole life around what we've gone through. And sometimes it affects how we shift and change and grow. And if our whole world is developed around how we've been hurt and the wounds that we have carried with us and we haven't really tried to recover from, it um, it creates sort of a... Um, a wounded, uh, a wounded reality because it's built from the wounds that we have and carry with us and we haven't been able to recover from. And recovery is one of those words that I've kind of developed because as you all know, I, I, I love running. It's one of those things that helps me to um, get back into a better place with my meditation. It helps me to find balance because running in and of itself is a, is an, a balancing act. Because as some of you very much know who are sort of on the I don't like running scale, which there are lots of you, and there's no shame in that game, trust me, because it is not an easy, it's not an easy thing to do. But it's also for me, it's one of the things that helps me to um, realize that when you're doing something challenging, you can you can realize how effective your mind is in the situation. And doing an act like running, you realize how where the challenge is and how you can relax into it instead of fighting against it. And that's easy for me to say as a mutable sign in all three of my big three. <laughs> you know, I, I learned how to adapt very quickly. But for some of you, that's not an easy feat. It's not easy to recognize where we need to relax into things because we've been fighting our whole life and recognizing where we have wounding. And instead of pushing past it, how can we relax into it and simply observe? So for instance, when I'm running, instead of push harder, go faster, it's I'm going to relax into this pace. Where can I where can I find a pace that I can breathe, that I can pay attention to my body and feel like I am in a space of relaxation, but still in a space of movement where the energy is moving through my body in a meaningful way and I'm not feeling like I'm dying. And if that means I have to walk, then that means I have to walk because that's where I am today. But just that recognition is important and moving back into the quote, this is a little long-winded. The first step is the first step to healing is recognizing that there's a wound. Well, you have to be able to recognize what has happening in your body in the moment, and that sort of uh, leads me into sort of our topic, which is sort of long. I was trying to come up with a really good like uh, like. What's the word I'm looking? For? A title, a title for this topic of the week. Because it's sort of a mixture between the balance of our physical and our spiritual environment. And then also, you know, the balance of our opinions and the new dogma of, of 
of our life right now, like the new dogma of society, which really, to me, it shifted um, from, there's always going to be religious dogma. But I feel like a lot of that is now shifting into just personal opinion. And it's created such a stark polarity in our society right now that people are cannot connect anymore. And <clears throat> that's what I want to try and steer away from. Because no matter what we do in our life, there's always going to be an opposing opinion. There's always going to be somebody who feels otherwise. And that's fine. Everybody has their story. We all have how we were raised. We all have our culture and where we grow up. And how we feel about things is very, very personal. And that is the entire point of opinion is that it is personal. And it gets really tricky when we go onto social media and people are blasting their opinions, no matter how warranted they feel it is, no matter how strongly they feel about it, it's it there's always going to be a a polarity around it. And that's why you don't really hear me a whole lot on this platform talking about my personal opinions because they're mine. I'm gonna talk about my experiences and what I'm going through so that way I can relate and connect with you guys. But you know, my opinions on things, they are mine and they are personal, just as they are with you. And the last thing that I want to do is blast those things so that way there is now a division. And that's not that's not what I'm about. I want everybody to be able to connect with me even if we don't we don't have the same culture or upbringing or story or personal opinion around things. Whether you know what you believe is differing from mine or not. What's important to me is that you find healing and growth in your mind, in your spirit, and in your body. And um, it's it's been kind of a, a, a humbling realization with uh, especially people that I'm really close to who feel very strongly about their opinions on different matters and things. And it can be really challenging for me because it's like, I do not feel that way at all and how do I navigate through that and how do you navigate through it I mean do you do you fight do you get angry do you shout your opinion at that other person you know because it's just how how does one navigate through this time with this new like creation of of dogma which is personal opinion because it's it's putting people in different it's putting people in different compartments based on their personal opinion on things. And regardless of whether this is based on fact, truth, or whatever, everybody's going to say the same thing. This is the truth. This is the thing. And it's it's tough because it's like everybody's going to say the same thing. They're going to believe wholeheartedly in what they want to believe. I just want people to be able to find a way to connect with one another. And how we do that is through not blasting the personal opinions. Because <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> I will tell you a story here. And how, you know, I've found that this actually can work. 
So my mother, whom I love very, very much, and I've had, you know, a lot of, you know, differing things that have helped me grow with her. Um, my mother grew up very um, religious. She's she's into uh, Christianity. And, and henceforth, I grew up the same, you know, believing in the same thing. Um, and the, the type of Christianity, I should say, because I feel like there's lots of types. There's like Calvinist and New Age and Evangelical and Baptist and all kinds of different Christianities with little tweaks here and there about how they believe, whether it's, you know, the the trinity and you know it's a whole separate thing and whatever there's it's just little things but their way is the way it is the it is the truth and it's like okay <laughs> but anyway i digress my mother believed in this this type of christianity very much and um you know i, I eventually got to the point where i i believed differently and you know i i loved <laughs> The kind of the opposite, which is, you know, more of like the witchcrafty stuff and, you know, believing in chakras and the spirit and our soul and how we're all connected to the universe and how we're all connected to the earth. And, you know, we're meant to be a representation of the whole of the cosmos as being part of it, you know, even like how our how our whole body is a representation of who we are and the tiniest mitochondria and ATP and electrolytes and cells and all the things make up us and DNA. They all make us who we are. And just the same as us being such a small scale in the greater expanse of the cosmos is of the same thing. We are what makes up the universe. We are what makes the universe who it is and the way we understand each other is the way that the universe understands itself more so anyway um my mom she she believes in her own thing and um she always has and the one thing that i really loved and appreciate and I still do love and appreciate about my mother is that her belief she holds so deeply to herself. She still reads her Bible every night. She prays every night. But she has never once said to me, what you believe is wrong and you're going to go to hell. She's never said that to me. And even though that's a, 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 a big part of that religion is if you don't believe in Christianity or you don't believe in this one religion, whether it be Judaism or, um, you know, uh, Hinduism or, um, and I'm not speaking for those or, or being Muslim, all those things I don't, I know very little about. So I'm not going to say that they, that they do the same thing, but I do know about Christianity because I grew up in it. And so I'm going to speak for that. I'm just saying that you know, there are rules and there is dogma. And if if you don't abide by those rules and go outside of what, you know, is being taught, then there are punishments, right? And um, she's never, she's never made me feel like I am unworthy. And that was such a gift. Because um, there are a lot of people 
that have been in that religion that have made me feel very unworthy. And um, I don't think that that is a good representation of that faith at all. And um, what I what the the point here that I'm trying to make is that my mom never projected her beliefs and her opinions because they're hers. They belong to her. And if you ask her about it, she'll tell you. I mean, she, she you know, she's not hiding anything, but she's not going to be like, no, that's wrong. You're going to go to hell. Like she would never, she has never done that to me, to the, the other, my other, my sisters, my brother, you know, who don't, don't live the lifestyle, you know, at least most of us don't. <laughs> and that to me is, is, is such a gift because she's allowing us the space to be who we are and allowing us to make our choices. I mean, if there was anything that was a huge takeaway from the Bible and Christianity is that God gave us free will to make a choice. And that is, that is something that I really love, that we're choosing to create the path that we walk. And when, when you allow others to make those choices, you are showing them love and compassion by not trying to control other people's walk and path with your opinion. This is your thing, not theirs. Your opinion is yours. You create your reality. You be responsible for your reality and stop trying to make other people's reality yours. It doesn't belong to you. So stop trying to make it what it is. And that's why I am like, that's where I kind of got this idea about talking about this today is that it's now sort of the new dogma of, of our time is this, un, this, oh man, this relentless opinions about this, that, and the other. <laughs> and it's just, it's just so, um, it's really frustrating and I'm trying to let it go, but it's just, people just want others to see where they're at. And it's just, a lot of it is just massively projection, like projections left and right of people's fear and frustration and anger. And it's really challenging to, tr to seek connection when there's so much polarity and, uh, you know, opinion can't really freely think if all of your opinions push others away you know I don't think that it's very loving if you <laughs> have all of these opinions that you just want to push out onto humanity and it's just creating a really negative space anyway so yeah that's, that's a lot of what I wanted to talk about today. And again, I'm never going to, I'm not going to come on here and tell you guys about what I think, because it's, it's mine. The opinions that I have about very polarizing concepts are mine. And I wish you to have yours and not be thwarted because of mine. If you ever want to have a talk about those things, I'm fine. But I'm open to people having differing opinions. 
it's just tough when you you go on social media and it's being screamed at you and it's just like damn no wonder people are so mad right now no wonder people are like i don't want to be around any of that and it's just like what happened to what happened to love and compassion for one another you can be loving and compassionate towards people that think and feel differently it's hard when it's just being screamed at you left and right it's probably why you guys haven't seen me so much on social media because it's just become this big thing of opinions. <laughs> now, granted, um, some things I feel are fact and I really do feel like if you are wanting to be a spiritual being, you cannot forsake your physical reality. And what I mean by that is your physical body is in this three-dimensional reality. You are here on this earth in this present moment. And if you are ignoring what's happening in your physical environment, you are not living a completely spiritual existence because that balance must be understood. So, you know, if you're pushing past barriers of your physical reality because you think it's what's meant to be for your spiritual growth and you're finding your body is getting sick and breaking down or you know it's things are falling apart in your physical reality it might be time to take a step back and look at what's happening in your physical reality why is your you, you that's not as that's not a spiritual awakening when your body is breaking down you know it's not it's it's <laughs> you you have to find the balance you have to pay attention to your physical body and you know a lot of times like i i hundred i've talked to you guys all the live long day about how much i love reiki and acupuncture and hypnosis and all the things but if you have like a physical ailment pay attention to that because you can do all the Reiki in the world, but if you're if you have sepsis, like okay, hello, go and get that figured out. Like <laughs> go and get antibiotics. And some of you might be like, oh no, I'll never, I'll never step foot in a hospital. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. I understand. The hospital is not a fun place to be. You know, I I've had my fair share of bad run-ins with doctors that just like to push pharmaceuticals, and it's not what it's meant to be. But that is not 100% of what the hospital system is about either. You know, people who are there want to help for the most part, me being one of them. You know, the last thing that I want to do is push medication on somebody. People have the right to make a choice in the hospital when you're there as a patient. And a lot of you might be like, we'll have your own story about that. And it is warranted and it is valid. And I understand but please know that like if you're having an issue, if you're if you're sick, go please don't like think that the spiritual stuff if it's the spiritual stuff is is not working, there's probably a reason for that. Don't forsake your physical reality. The physical reality is the part of the balance of your spiritual walk. Take care of your temple. Your temple is here for a reason. You chose it. 
take care of it. Do not forsake the things that can help you because you're scared of what God you heard or read about on some opinion piece or a journal article that, you know, whatever. This is a lot, you guys. I hope I'm not creating polarity with this. It's not my not my point. I just want you to understand that our physical reality is important too. Not just our spiritual reality. And as we grow in it, we learn how important it is to take care of our physical bodies and to realize where our opinions can become toxic and where our opinions can cre- create more wounding in ourselves and in our walk. And maybe it's okay for you to question these things. That's part of what I've had to do. I've had to question a lot of the opinions that I have. Where are they based off of? Where do they come from? Why are they there? And is it coming from a place of me just being scared of something very simple? How can I create less fear so that I can recover from whatever this is? So... I hope that this helps you guys because your physical reality is very important. Your body is very important, just as important as your energetic and spiritual body. And for you to find balance means you to be in a space of awareness of your physical body and to not forsake it because of maybe opinions that you've maybe formulated about what things are and how they might not jive with you or whatever. Find your healing in your body, however that looks. But just kind of get an idea of maybe what it is that you're scared of. Because I feel like people build on that fear and those wounds that they've experienced. And um, yeah, I hope that this I hope that this helps you guys in some way, shape or form. This is just where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm trying to discover on my own how to heal and how to grow and how to connect with you guys. Because no matter what your opinion is, I want you to be the best version of yourself. And even if we may feel or think differently, I still want to love on you and give you what you need and help you in any way that I can. Even if it's just me not fully saying what my opinions are are on certain things. I want you guys to find joy in your life and find how you need to grow and seek peace and health and recovery. And on that note, I am freaking starving. I went on my run and I didn't eat any breakfast because I, I can't do that really. I don't know. Does any of you do that? Do you, go and, do you eat before you exercise? It doesn't work that well for me. I finally don't operate as well. So I usually just go on an empty stomach and then like I'm famished at this point. <laughs> so anyway, you guys, I love you all. Welcome back to me (laughs) and welcome back to um more third eye with lorelei stuff hope you like it and the next one will be in february specifically february 25th 
you will find a new episode of Third Eye with Lorelai. I'll probably be talking about something close to the season. We'll be in uh, Pisces season, which is my season. So, you know, I'll be very excited. And yeah, we'll talk about some stuff then. Yeah, I hope you have a really beautiful rest of your day. Hope that the rest of January is amazing for you. And um, I hope you're doing really, really well. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon. Love and light to you all. It up here. Oh, yeah, that's better. You can hear me now, can't you? Yes. Yes, you can. Okay, maybe that was a little aggressive. This might be a little bit better. <clears throat> Whatever. I'm going to start recording now. <laughs> I'm going to do the thing. We're going to do... I'm going to turn it down again. Let me see. Hold on. Let me look at my calendar really quick. Because, you know, it's 28th. So then one, two, three, 25th. If you absolutely love this episode, be sure to share it. Share it with somebody that you love. Share it with somebody that you think will benefit from this information. And also be sure to check out all the stuff I've got going on on my social media and on my website. I have Instagram, I have TikTok, I have the Facebooks, and I have a website www.3rdiwithlorelei.com. I have all of my free classes on those sites that you can RSVP for and be a part of. I usually do one of those once a month, once every four weeks. It's usually on a Sunday. So check it out. Um, I also have a goddess gathering that I'm going to be doing virtually on uh, one Tuesday a month. It's usually near the end of uh, the month. But either way, you'll see it on my website. Go and check some of those things out. They're all free. They're all for you. And I'm here for you guys. And I love all of you so much. And I really want you to check out the things and get your high vibration up. If that makes any sense. Anyway share this with someone you love you guys share it with someone you think would benefit and i look forward to talking at you again really soon love and light to you all